everyone. I'm Mike Putnam with Jasper Main Street. And I am Lauren Vance with the Walker Area Association of Realtors. And together we are... Walker Voices. That's not a good tune. That's not you a good tune. You gotta do better I'm than sorry. that. I'll work on it. Every time she says she's gonna sing, but she never does. I need to go... Well, she likes this half-hearted attempt at singing. I know. I need to go talk with... Um... Why don't you do it? You're... I can do this. Go talk to who? athletic arts the lady who does voice lessons i need to go speak with her oh okay yeah i'll we're, talk to we're her about curious that about what you did with that money <laughs> what you did with that money that your mom gave you for singing lessons when you were <laughs> do you know what my mother never gave me money for singing lessons i really wanted to take music lessons and okay if you haven't figured it out yet our guest today <laughs> because she couldn't wait to be introduced she had to introduce herself is connie cooner Rowe, dear friend dear person uh and just overall saint in my book yeah in my book but i don't I feel I don't, like but you know what she introduced herself and i feel like that is just her in a nutshell yeah like that kind of it we're just yeah it's summed up yeah there was no way to hold that back no there was no, no way i to. could i couldn't it's one of my favorite things to say i've been saying it since i was in the third grade so <laughs> jim mcclain <clears throat> jim mcclain taught me that um i was singing out on the playground one day and, little fellow named Jim McLean asked me that, so I've been trying to spread it since I was in the third grade. Third grade. Maybe I'll get it out of my system at some point. Okay, yeah. good. Well, um, I am glad you accepted my invitation via text to come here today. Because, I'm thrilled to be here. Um, Connie is, um, she's kind of one of a kind. Uh, she is one of a kind. She's making a face right now. Um, she is one of a kind, and I've enjoyed every minute I've ever had with her including right now i'm glad we're not on television <laughs> we have already talked about how we are not television we are not approved. television ready no. no i have a face and a figure for podcast <laughs> okay all right so connie you're here today but you are jasper i'm gonna say it you're jasper royalty to me well now there is um there's something that I do not know that I can live up to or not, <laughs> but but it's interesting to yeah. think about it that way. Yeah, but in my book, you're Jasper royalty, I'll take so, it. so I'm, I'm not sure it. the standards are really really high. Okay, good, good, <laughs> good. I feel better about it. <laughs> like I'm not from Jasper. You might not be Jasper royalty to somebody who's from Jasper, though. You, probably not. Because <laughs> I've known not. you just you know a few years. I haven't known you all your life. Um. But tell us what you've been doing with your life lately. Well, since January of this year, I've become a senior advisor to the lieutenant governor. So, um, of course, we had a regular session at the beginning of the year um, that is past us. And we are now going through a series of um, preparations for all of the things that he is involved in, uh, which includes uh, aerospace, uh, small business, um, just a, a host of topics that he's kind of taken in uh, to be things that he's super concerned about. Uh, workforce development probably being the most prominent of all of those things. So we're working on those things, kind of gearing up for the fall when we'll start to put together an agenda. He usually does a package, a bill package for each of those subject areas. And this year we will probably add some law enforcement issues as well, just because that's my background. And, and we see some things there that uh, are very interesting to us. I think he'll meet with the Attorney General and 
they'll get on board together for um, some issues that we'll probably bring during the next regular session, which will actually start in March of next year. It's the first year of a new quadrennium, so it'll be a late start. So when do you get back to Montgomery? Well, I'm in Montgomery intermittently all the time. I'm usually down there two or three days a week, and then I'm at home a couple of days a week. Right. Um, the Walker County Commission was kind enough to give me a little workspace in the basement of the annex, and just this last week we got it painted and got the carpet cleaned and we got some furniture moved in. And uh, Not this week because I leave in the morning for Montgomery, but probably next week I'm going to try to get some things arranged and the filing cabinets filled up and some things hung on the wall and uh, we've got to get uh, the door. <laughs> uh, we have to have new signage put up and so that's something we've got to work on. But um, that'll give me an opportunity to do some work from here, see some local people. Um, and we actually have some, some issues here in Walker County that reach beyond. One of the manufacturing companies um, that came here uh, as a result of a lot of hard work of a lot of people, um, and it seems uh, very much high interest to our mayor, uh, who spends quite a bit of time with them, uh, is actually interested in aerospace. And so I'm currently kind of working with them on having to put them, trying to help them find a place to get into the Huntsville market where, where there's an alternative for people who do car accessory mm -hmm. manufacturing where they can do aerospace accessory manufacturing as a fallback or in addition to what they already do. It's very similar work, uh, but we're close. And, and you know, uh, Space uh, Command is coming there. Uh, so it's, uh, yes, absolutely. So it puts us in a real sweet spot. Well, you've come a long way, baby, right? That I have. <laughs> how did you, how did you even get into politics or how did you, well, you were in public service to begin with. I was. Um, and, and of course my dad was in public service. My dad was the fire chief here in Jasper. Um, he was a fireman when I was born in 1963 and I can't remember how old I was when he retired, but my son was five or six years old, so it was the early 90s, mid-90s, I think, when he retired, and I'd already gone to work for Jasper Police Department as a patrol officer. And um, By the way, those are my favorite Connie stories, police background Connie stories. Well, thank you. I appreciate They that. are. They're very colorful. Th th that they are, and they're very um, life-shaping. They, they open your eyes, they expose you to people that um, are different from you and uh, teach you how to communicate with people who are different from you. Um, you know, you can't walk into a crowd of, of folks and say, hey now, y'all need to move on. <laughs> Somebody's shot here and they're bleeding real bad and there's some people with guns, but y'all need to get in your car and move on. And so, you know, it's it really is a when in Rome kind Learn of thing. Learn to adapt. Yeah, it's it's a chameleon kind of personality can be very um, make you very successful in in that line of work. But how I got into politics was that um, at that time I was the uh, police chief for the city of Jasper. And probably the best job I ever had in my life. First time I'd ever had an opportunity to be completely in charge of a department. And uh, I can tell you that the best thing about it was to take people 
and see what their values were and put them where they had the best chance to develop themselves to their greatest potential. And that's a big thing for me. A lot of people get stepped over because they're maybe don't have the best personality or, uh, but there's another thing at they're great. And the department was large enough that we were able to move some people and do some things. It was very good, but <clears throat> I had passed eligibility for my retirement and had maxed out. Uh, in fact, I was losing money working. Um, and it, it struck me that there was someone that was running and they were running unopposed. And uh, I thought, you know, I, I probably ought to do this. And I was really interested in the legislature. Uh, had never told anybody I was going to run, but had thought about it to myself once or twice. And I talked to my dad about it. And, and he said, uh, gosh, you know, it's a lot of money. And let's think about it. Let's talk about it. And we did all through the fall and through the winter. And it came up to the last week to qualify. And I walked by his bedroom and he said, hey, you know, I was thinking about it. He said, are you going to qualify? I said, well, Friday's the last day to qualify. And he said, well, don't ever wait so late in life that you regret not having stepped through a door that um, God laid in front of you or put in front of you. And I got up the next morning and went and qualified with no support <laughs> lined up. No budget. No budget. <laughs> no plan. No advertising consultant know anything and the statistical odds of me winning were very slim uh the incumbent already had a huge commitment from a lot of local people for whom i had a lot of respect and good relationships but they were already committed and i understood that and so i didn't get mad at anybody i didn't put any pressure on anybody i just got out and just worked for votes and was very fortunate to uh, have won and um, i had a lot of people say to me well now you know, you can be mad because so-and-so didn't support you or whatever. And I said, no, oh, yeah. what Sun Tzu says in the art of war is turn your enemies. And so I was just as nice as I could be, which I think is probably the smartest thing I ever did. Um, if not in all of my life, but particularly in that, in that setting. Yeah. I mean, what would you have gained from that? looking back well um, you know some people find a lot of self self-satisfaction yeah, that's and true being ugly to other people but i do not have that in me mm-hmm. I, I was very thankful i was very grateful knew that it had to be meant to be for for me to have won under the circumstances under which i ran uh almost all of the money that i ran on was raised at one function at a house here in jasper on one night but you were also the only the first and only woman that's ever had that position is that true the chief of police yes and um a member of the legislature from yeah. blunt or walker counties which were both in that district at the time and and whether you want to admit that or not being a woman probably that was another strike against you in that election it was in blunt county uh, i didn't know anybody in blunt county nobody knew me nobody knew my parents uh nobody went to school with me nobody had ever seen me in action Nobody had ever um, witnessed a decision I made uh, which was substantial in the community or anything like that. So in Blount County, it was a uh, it was very tough. It was very very tough. I had some people that were really rude, um, and, and and it was like uh, I guess you you know it was just rude. What year was like, that? It was two thousand and fourteen. 
So not so long ago. No, not so long ago at all. I had a guy at a produce stand there at Hayden that just, you just wouldn't believe what he said to me. And I got in the car and called my husband and I said, okay, look, we're going to do this without Blaine County. <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm, I'm not coming back up here. I'm and just, I'm not buying his fruit either. <laughs> no, no, tomatoes is what we struck a conversation up about. And uh, it was it was short. It was short and sweet conversation. But at home, um, I, I didn't really have that problem because, you know, I'd worked with the public all of my adult life. I was 21 years old when I went to work at Jasper. Both, you know, my mom worked at Walker High School for many, many years. My dad had worked to the public for many, many years. So, not Walker County royalty by any stretch of the imagination, but just solid, uh, well-known in the community, you know, familiar with a lot of people. Sure. So, that I think that was very much to my, to my benefit, a great opportunity. And what it did was at the same time I went to Montgomery in 2014, this kid from Marshall County also went to Montgomery. He was 32 years old, and uh, younger than my son is now. And his name was Will Ainsworth. And uh, we sat near each other. We argued constantly. Our worldviews were very different for very obvious reasons. And uh, <laughs> and then we began to to laugh and right. and see each other's uh, opinions. And you know, the world is big. The world is small. And uh, that that turned out to be a, a very good good friendship that uh opened the door in 2018 for me to go to work for him and i couldn't i just had a circumstance and a situation where i needed to be in jasper as much as possible um uh, my dad was very sick and and I, I when i wasn't in montgomery in session i needed to be home sure and um i told him that and he said I, i'll be back and um after my dad's funeral he said will you come now and i said not today but give give me a little time to wrap some things up and that's that's how that decision came to be and what's your title with a senior advisor and you know there's much question that i'm the senior advisor because i'm 18 years older than him. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say does that mean you're old you're like a yeah sage. i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, it's an S-A, so we could say Sage Advisor and get away with it. But, uh, no, he's fantastic to work for. He's high energy, um, blows into the office like a hurricane, has 50 million ideas, uh, has 50 million meetings, conversations, orders, directions, and then thank God when he when he blows back out of the building, I just can't. I just sit down and just relax. Do you get to take a breath <laughs> yeah, at that point? It, yeah. I love to watch him like in a crowd because it seems like he's that same person in a crowd as that you just described. Like he's just everywhere and he's talking to everybody, but overhearing conversations that you know have different events. It's like he has meaningful conversations with each and every person yes. in that crowd, and that's that's such a big deal to me. It, it, it is to me too. I've um, I thought that I, I thought that he was. Let me think of, of the best way to say this. I thought that he was um, maybe too young to appreciate some of the things that I appreciate in life because of my time on Earth. Uh, but he's not. He's he's not at all. He can be really funny. Uh, he's very compassionate. Um, very passionate about his work, about things that matter to him. 
Um, he wants Alabama to be the most military-friendly state, the most small business-friendly state, um, have the best workforce development plan. Um, he's really big at, at pl making plans and executing plans. Uh, very wise, very forward-thinking. Uh, obvious that you know he grew up with some training in big business. You know, his father had owned Progressive Rail and, and operated that Caterpillar at one time, and he grew up in that kind of business. His dad also made him go to work when he was 16 years old. So he's, he's got some quality characteristics. Well, I just know that if you like him, there's something to him. And I've met him several times because of you, and he always remembers my name. <laughs> Really, always remembers my name. name <laughs> I was about to say, like, I sh I'm in the same office space as you. Well, let me take it back. He remembers my first name. <laughs> That's good. But there goes those meaningful conversations. Either one, for some reason or another, you're like tagged in his mind. Of, oh, yeah, that's Mike. <laughs> no, I'm tagged as that's Mike. Mike, that's somebody. Mike. My, I don't know. Mike, just call him Mike. <laughs> he uh, was in Jasper last <laughs> month for uh, a funeral, a very well attended funeral. And of course, I attended with him. Several of the staff members were here as well. And um, he said, now listen, he said, stick with me because I want you to introduce me to people who you know, who know you. He said, I want to see what I can learn about you. And oh, well, man. He, uh, <laughs> he travels fast. And so I would introduce him to somebody and they'd talk to him for a minute. And then he would move five people down. And I would still be wrapping things up. And so I was chasing him like baby Like chicks. a toddler yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. And I had somebody call me and say, hey, Connie, listen, are you mad? Because, like, you walked right by me and I said, hey. Oh, I'm running that, that big tall kid. Yeah, I, I was running over. I was I was chasing the, the lieutenant governor. It's, you know, it's like my job. <laughs> but, um, no, he's a, he's a great guy. He's, he's a great guy. He's a, a very inspiring, very... Uh, <laughs> quick um, I love it because when he calls you he tells you what he wants to talk about and sometimes you can be in the middle of responding to him and he says okay gotta go click <laughs> and uh, it's over and okay. uh, moving yeah. on yeah and I'm good okay. with that after I told him about it one time he said I don't I don't think I do that and everybody in the office said yes. yeah you, you do that and he said well I, I hate that and but I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're still moving on. <laughs> well, okay. We we've got the professional side of Connie. Tell us the personal side of Connie about your family and friends like me. Go ahead. I love Mike. Pyle. I do. <laughs> I just love him. He's so sweet. Tell tell Lieutenant Governor that's my last name too. By the way, I will. Thank I will. you. All right. Uh, just I keep repeating it. Maybe it'll stick over and over. <laughs> I'll put it on a recording. There you go. There you go. Uh, I have one son, uh, one child, period. I have one pregnancy, period, in my life. And um, he is 35 years old. He lives in Seattle, Washington. Uh, he is uh, IT project manager for Amazon. And his wife has just been promoted to executive editor at Thompson Mercer Books, who is owned by Amazon. Ooh. And I have a granddaughter named Magnolia. Oh, I saw pictures. Yes. That's right. She's not quite, Aww. she'll be two in September, September the 17th. 
and um, they have just found a better, bigger home in a better school district. So they are they are living that adult life. Yes, they are. They are, which just amazes me. Aww. Just amazes me that that he, you know, he was the child who could not find his shoes in the morning. Um, Look at and him. living. Yeah, 2,500 miles away. Okay, that gives me hope for my current four-year-old who's about to drive me crazy. I cried the day we took him to Auburn and dropped him off to go to college because, and my husband said to me, he said, tell me, he said, are you sad because you're going to miss him? I said, I am sad because I'm going to miss him. I said, I am also sad because I am not convinced that he will ever go to a class. That he will ever be prepared for a test. That He's he just going to be ever, floating around out there. Yeah, that he'll ever wear shoes. <laughs> None of those things because he's just rivers. He's just laid back. And he, amazingly enough, graduated and is doing real well. Yeah. Just, and my husband told me that. He and now said, teaching someone else to find their shoes. Yes. Yes, yes and doing a good job of it. <laughs> well, you know, you probably don't see Magnolia a lot, but you probably talk to her, I would imagine. Well, I'll tell you something funny. Of course, she's a COVID baby. And so I went out when she was born, which she would not remember. And then I went out about a year ago, and she was stranger afraid. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, sign of of intelligence. This is not familiar to me. I'm not comfortable with it. Not, Not bad, but I came home and confessed it to my mom. And I said, listen, I said, I just wanted to say to you that you know, Maggie is what they call her. And I said, Maggie was not real fond of me. I said, from a distance, I was fine. And Rivers came and sat in my lap. And that was funny. But if I started to walk toward her... She was like, no, no. She was like, "Mm, get away from me. (laughs) Get away from me. (laughs) Oh, so she is related to me. Yes. And um, so a few days later, I took my mom to the doctor. And we were having some blood work done in the lab. And I was so tired. I was just so tired. And uh, one of the nurses in the lab said, hey, Connie, you you look really tired. And my mom said, she's not tired. And the nurse said, well, then what's wrong? She said, she's upset because her grandbaby hates her. (laughs) (laughs) Some truth telling going on there. Just laugh. Thought it was so funny. (laughs) I'm fixing to go back out and, and see her again. But she's happy. She's healthy. My son is happy and healthy. Uh, my daughter-in-law is a super mom. She's a super wife, um, and so I'm very, I'm very happy for them. Um, and you know, that's that's what you wish for. Right. Now, do I wish she was laying on the couch watching Ninja Turtle movies, eating pizza sometimes? Yeah, it'd be great. Right. But I'll be gone one day, and right. he's he's in good shape. So I just have to, I just kind of have to roll. Look at it that, that way. And then I have to mention my husband. Of course you do. He's just the greatest. The unsung hero. Yes, he is. He is fantastic. Always along for the ride. <laughs> Bless. He's a good guy. He's a really, really good guy. He's uh, very supportive. And every time I've come home and said, hey, I was thinking about police chief. I was thinking about running for the legislature. I was thinking about taking this job in Montgomery. He said, well, let's do it. Let's let's do it, and that is not the makeup of every no life partner. No, uh, and so I'm I'm very I'm very grateful for him. He's also uh, been very good to my parents, which I deeply appreciate because it's that's he's he's my only helper. So that's fantastic. Yeah, very very. How long have you been married? Uh, almost twenty years. 
almost 20 years, six foot four. Uh, I've turned him almost completely gray. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. hard not to spot in downtown Jasper. He's that tall one. Yeah, yeah, tall one. Mm-hmm. Tall one, gray hair. Yeah. Tight blue jeans. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, cowboy boots. That's him. <clears throat> That's him. He's okay. a good guy. Well, I, I'll, I'll have to say that when I met Connie, um, and I don't really remember when or where we met. We just met at some something. I don't know. I was downtown and you were in legislature. Um, but I immediately, and don't, don't, she's going to make a face when I say this. I immediately connected with her. Oh, I agree. I mean, we, we just talked and talked and talked and talked. and Holly Traywick was involved in our first meeting. Probably. Probably. She was. I, I, that's all I could, We were downtown, and Holly was there when I first met you. And, and when we met, um, she had me figured out five minutes into the conversation. Bam. It is my gift. <laughs> oh, she can find all those troublemakers. Yeah. If, it's, yeah. if I have a superpower, is I can I can read it and just a few seconds it doesn't take long (laughs) and she did (laughs) and she did uh and i just i think you are one of the most valued um people that i don't see you a lot we text every now and then but when i see you i just smile i just always smile well that is wonderful i really appreciate that you know the other day you were waiting on something in the in the car i was about to die of a heat stroke <laughs> in the front seat of my car i was waiting on paint to go in and paint that little office oh that's right out. that's right yeah i thought i was gonna die i was the color of your hot pink <laughs> dress you got on <laughs> and whenever we see we, each other we fleshy women don't take the southern thing well <laughs> no. we would just and I probably had on shorts and tennis shoes you did yeah because when you walk downtown you just gotta have something like that on I tried to whistle at him but I couldn't <laughs> there I couldn't was no moisture left it was like when I called the dog it was just a really pathetic light birdie whistle kind of thing yeah but I'm so desperate I think I heard a whistle at me so I just looked around and I just found it I found it fast because <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore um, not that it ever really happened a lot, <laughs> but we just always pick up where we left off or start something new. But I think anyway. those are the best relationships. I mean, there are some relationships that are so high maintenance, and there are some relationships that, if there is or if it is perceived that there is a difference of opinion, then the relationship is automatically in trouble. Um, and that is so sad because absolutely, I'm a I'm especially a, in this climate. I love people. I, I really do love people. I have all kinds of friends from all kinds of circumstances and religious beliefs and political beliefs, and um, I like that. I, I like it. Again, the world is big right. and the world is small. I have several friends like that, and I like the ability just to joke back and forth. Yeah. You know, when you can joke back and forth about your differences, you're okay. Yeah. You're pretty and, solid. And touch mm-hmm. and, and move and there'll be time and space and touch again and it's all the same. Yeah. Well, are there any other secrets you want to tell us, Connie, before we let you go? Well, let's see. I'm just really excited to Have now I told know you that a you're secret? No, you street. haven't. You haven't, but you oh, could. You can. Yeah. We keep secrets really well. <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. But now I she's just tell. across the street from us, so we can hop over and... Yeah, and I'm even on the... Y'all are on the ground level. Yes. And I'm on the ground level of the annex. Oh, I'm on the third floor, but we can pick her up on um, 
lunch dates. I think you're speaking my language. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, they gave me a key to the courthouse. Why? I don't know. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's good information. So, There's a secret we need to be talking about. No, this the lighting. It has it's to do with the lighting. you did the, the lighting yes. and the clocks and so I need to go and in the there grass and do it, things. Do things to it. But I was like, party Wait, at the courthouse. So you have a key and we can go change the lighting. <laughs> no, I have a key to the old building. She's got probably a key to the new building. Yes, but they are connected by a tube. By the oh, walkway. That's right. the walk, that that's walkway right. is sketchy. <laughs> that's right. Is it hot? Yes, it's it like being in an oven. So if you're about to have a heat stroke, don't go that route. I spent a long time in that building. Many, many years of my life I spent in that building. And in the summer, it would get ridiculously hot. I'm just terrified. It may be, You know what? It's probably not sketchy. It just feels sketchy to me because <laughs> I'm in the air sketchy. and it's glass and it's hot and it just makes yeah. me really nervous. Are the, and I'm like uh, running across it if I have to go. The, it's not glass, but is the should be clear yellowed cover over can you see out of it sort of kind of and that might be worse is that i'm like if i I get to the doorway and i'm like all right one two three and i run really like like getting so if y'all see me like bolting across it's because i'm just terrified well then i think we need to put a uh what do you call this thing zipline oh oh that would be good i think we need to do a zipline from the top of the courthouse to the top of the annex we should do that we probably need to talk hey can you can you find that in your budget mike In my budget, put a new tube up or no, a zipline? No, a zipline. I feel like, I mean, isn't that like a beautification of downtown? I feel like that is not in the budget for Jasper Main Street. Let me go on the record for that. <laughs> it's just an idea. Well, I'm just going to throw funders. I'm just going to throw that out. What about Burton, the Burton building to Pinnacle Bank? And now don't worry about that little building in between. If you pick your feet up, you'll never hit it. <laughs> And, and if you, and if you don't, the then that's just, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like insurance on that would just be, you know, <laughs> untouchable. It's so much fun, though. Yes. Um, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. I feel like we may have just given, like, Mike Short and Steve Miller a heart attack. Yeah, well, I, I feel like nobody's going to touch that. But it'd be, it's a nice dream. Well, anyway, Boo. we got to let you go. You've got places to be, things to do. So do we. I'm going to go to the grocery store next door because I haven't been in there but like twice. And I thought, that will be so convenient. I'm right here beside it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I love you, Mike Putnam. Oh, I love you. I really you. do. I, th- I think that uh, what has happened in downtown Jasper with your leadership and direction has changed downtown Jasper. I talk about all the years I spent in that Walker County Courthouse. And I can tell you that at 430 tumbleweeds downtown jasper there was absolutely nothing and it is right the opposite now it 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 become it begins to breathe at five o'clock in the afternoon i just slipped her ben franklin for saying that thank you (laughs) what is we've got yoga in the afternoons you've got bikes you've got all the things oh finally somewhere where i can wear those yoga pants (laughs) yes instead of wearing them to the grocery store you can wear them to yoga but they have pockets in the leg yes they're great aren't they which makes me love them i have shorts now that have that i have two i have two okay enough girl talk (laughs) y'all enough girl talk all right Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.